Hello and welcome to the Positive Switch podcast. I want to use this platform to share positive experiences and inspire individuals to make the connection I made a few years ago. One change is all it took to trigger a major shift in my life and I want to help you turn on the switch that will light up yours. beautiful soul and welcome to this new episode of the Positive Switch podcast. Today I want to talk about what veganism is and what it is not. So after months of doing street activism and engaging with people on the topic of veganism, I have come across uncountable and very diverse reactions, biases, stereotypes, criticisms and labels on veganism. And today, more than ever, I feel it is essential to speak more about this as one of the numerous challenges we experience in everyday life as vegans. If you are newly vegan or activist, I just want to reassure you and let you know that you will eventually encounter people on the street or with your family and friends who have lots of preconceived ideas about veganism. But the good news here is you have the power to choose how to react in such situations. And either you act as a rude and aggressive vegan who will reinforce the existing stereotypes about veganism and therefore convey a negative image, or you choose to act out of a place of love and compassion and automatically leave a positive impact in people's minds. And As far as I'm concerned, I will always opt for the second approach. After experiencing maybe hundreds of different conversations with bystanders, I learned on my own that negativity never triggers positive outcomes. So in order to help you have control over your reaction, I want you to leave this podcast episode with tools and just basically feeling inspired and prepared so that you feel more, more comfortable in any conversation with bystanders, family or friends in the near future. So without further ado, let's get started. Sometimes, actually very often, you will come across people on the street who will mention that veganism is radical or veganism is extreme and just as a quick reminder there I also um, quoted this phrase from Angela Davis in my last episode radical just mean grasping things at the root so by being a vegan you are grasping the roots of love peace compassion respect so it's just very interesting to see how words are being manipulated 
the whole time in our society and words are given the meaning that we want them to have and that's why yes radical can be actually a very neutral word that just means grasping things at the root and it doesn't necessarily have this uh, i think it doesn't have at all this pejorative negative um connotation to it but yes veganism is often depicted as radical or extreme now when talking to people on the street um, you can ask them what what is their own definition of extreme what is their own definition of radical and you could also give your view about this and explain to them that what is actually done to animals in slaughterhouses in animal farms is something that is extreme it's extremely brutal it's extremely inhumane it is it is extremely painful what animals have to go through and endure their whole life um what is extreme is how we pay people to do what we're not able to do ourselves and what is extreme can be how we just get so disgusted from seeing the reality but as soon as the footage is out of sight out of mind we're fine with eating the dead pieces of animals um, and a great historian called Barbara Tuckman I'm using this quote from the speech by Philip Wallen I will link it in the show notes And he mentions this great historian called Barbara Tuckman, who defined folly as acting against our own best interests. So if you don't know the word folly, it's basically synonyms of folly are madness, insanity, craziness. And we live in a society where we are literally feeding ourselves from the cadavers of living beings who were bred into existence artificially raped, confined, brutalized, torn apart, skinned alive and done many more cruelties that you could ever imagine. And while consuming their body parts, not only are we causing harm to them, but we're causing harm to ourselves, to our health, to our planet so by doing so we are literally being the true example that illustrates this quote from Barbara Tuckman that we are literally acting against our own best interests and the most disturbing fact here is that we love the secretions and dismembered bodies of these animals to such an extent that even though their consumption involves the worst impacts on our health, our planet and its future, we just prefer not to change anything and keep our eyes closed because we are scared of change. For my part, I am not scared of change, on the contrary. But what I am scared of is 
what planet I am going to leave for the future generations. What I am scared of is that my children or grandchildren might never see a rainforest, that they might have to fight to be able to have access to what is today an accessible resource, but might not be in the future, and that is water. I am scared that they might experience serious droughts, that they might see fishless oceans. I am scared that my children, grandchildren might never have the chance to see some of the most beautiful creatures that exist on this planet and that I would even say that still exist on this planet. And as maybe some of you know, we are facing the sixth mass extinction. We are causing the extinction of so many species of animals because our greed is just taking so much space that we're not even able to see the reality and we're not even able to confront, face our own contradictions. So this fear of this unknown future, this fear for me is extreme. And this fear is justified for I have all the reasons to believe that all that I all what I previously mentioned is going to happen if we don't take action right now. And I am forever ashamed of having contributed to immense cruelty over many years of my life, but I will be paying back for every life I took with every breath I am given until I can no longer breathe. And if wanting to save innocent lives is seen as extreme, then our society is screwed up. And therefore, as activists, we have the duty to build a system that values all lives and where what is considered to be legal is also morally right. Because at the moment in the society we currently live in, a lot of things that are legal might not necessarily be moral. So we have the obligation to educate, to educate people so that they can make decisions that represent their best interests. To reintegrate the idea that all lives matter. We have to put speciesist language and behaviors back to where they belong and that's in the trash. We have to initiate a society that gives back the status to, of sentient living beings to animals and no longer considers them as objects, machines, ingredients or entertainments. Now another label I often come across about on veganism is that veganism is restrictive. And I remember when I first heard the term veganism, when I first encountered people who were leaving, living a vegan lifestyle, not even for one second did the idea of restriction cross my mind. I never told myself, oh, I could never give up meat, eggs and cheese. I was just purely open and curious to welcome a new idea 
and way of life in my journey. And after three years of being vegan, I can now truly assert that I have never felt as free as since making this switch. I never felt restricted ever since becoming vegan, quite the opposite. I opened my heart and aligned my actions with my values. By doing so, I became responsible and made it a priority to share my story so that everyone can have the chance to feel the way I feel. So veganism is a wide opening decision. It's the piece that I was missing in my puzzle to finally feel complete and logical. Not only I never felt restricted in my diet, but I also never felt ostracized. In fact, I have been able to connect with much more people, many more people since becoming vegan than ever in my entire life. Because by getting out of my comfort zone, I reached out to random people on the street with whom I shared a deeper connection that, than what I could have imagined. And when engaging in conversations at Cubes with Anonymous for the Voiceless, I changed my approach and decided not only to bring up facts about animal farming in order to reach people on a rational level, but I also and mostly share my emotional switch since going vegan. Because in that way I can create a reaction not only on people's mind on a rational level, but also on a sensitive level. I can create a reaction in their heart. And as far as I've been active on the streets, the most beautiful experience I have been given to witness is this eye contact I get with people that just deepens at some point in the conversation and where I just know that something happened in them. I know that their heart just opened and I know that they will make the switch that will enable them to live at peace with themselves and the world. So if I have to leave you with one message and piece of advice for the end of this episode. It will be that whenever you are speaking up for animals, please just share your truth, share your feelings and how veganism made you become an actor of change. Share what moves you, share what helped you, share love and kindness because eventually people will reflect what you give them. I send you much love and light and I see you in the next episode. Bye.